is this the part where you want me to go blicka blow? That's exactly what I'm looking for. Blicka blow. I really hope that the first time he loses this year, uh, we go to record and it's a blicka blow. No, it'll, no, it'll be most definitely be a blicka blow. Perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that that just becomes like the thing that Clyde does when he's excited. <laughs> Five? Five. We're in episode five. Cinco! It's confusing because we're in, we're going to be in week three. We just had week two. We're in episode five. There's too many numbers. Interesting week. Kind of a boring week. Lots of uh, not close matchups. Uh, I think, I think the three of us enjoyed this week. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed this week. I mean, I, I had to uh, redeem myself from last week. That was a, it was a sorely needed win. As a matter I, of fact, I think the three of us, Cesar, and who else? Who else won? Eddie. Uh, Eddie. 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 Yeah. No, the three of us, Eddie and Cesar, all thoroughly enjoyed this week. Everybody else probably wants to act like it didn't happen. I like okay. that none of us knew offhand that Eddie also won. I mean, are you surprised? We tend I mean, to forget it's about him. True. And also him winning is just such a foreign concept to the rest of us. Like <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't happen enough to be a, a possibility. Yeah, we're not looking for it. We don't expect it. Right. I mean I could say the same thing about Cesar. Cesar winning this week and I went, Really? Him? Not only winning this Cesar is two and oh. Yeah. Mike, Cesar is currently ranked higher than you. Yeah, he's in third place and undefeated. It's I am in fourth place and partially defeated. Flabbergasting. It's a little bit, I, again, performance-enhancing drugs. If he goes undefeated, I am underlining, bold-face, well, performance-enhancing drugs. I did look into that a little more because I know we talked about, I don't know if it made it into the episode, but we talked about this and whether or not ADHD medication was banned by the NFL and it specifically is Adderall. Adderall is specifically banned by the NFL. So if he, he is, is taking specifically taking Adderall. Oh well, then I can yeah. no longer I can no longer defend you, Cesar. In my mind, he's like you know he pops an Adderall and then like he's Bradley Cooper in Limitless. <laughs> like he just sees statistics and player names falling from the ceiling tiles, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know what? What what else is interesting? Speaking of. One of the Medinas. Uh, the other one uh, is is kind of doing the exact opposite. It's uh, are we sure that we have the Medinas right and we're not looking at the wrong teams? Because I mean, their is... usernames are pretty close, and it can be confusing. I believe I've said this before. Change your goddamn usernames. Oh, oh no, Carlos did. Carlos yeah. did change his username. He did. Oh yeah, it, it yeah. Oh! Look it's at clear, that. clear as day. Carlos, you're you're in ninth place, bud. Taking ownership of that ninth place, the full name. Not only I did like he it. lose this week, he lost spectacularly. Oh, it's one of the worst beatings I've seen in this league in a long time. Not counting anything that happened to Joe last year, because not his team. I mean, and I, this is not me just, you know, tooting my own horn, but toot toot. Uh, he lost by a hundred. He was projected at two eleven, got one twenty. Mm. I mean, Mm-mm-mm. technically one nineteen point seven five. Let's mm. not give him an extra quarter of a point. He was the lowest scoring team in the league. <laughs> Say it like it is. And uh, I'm I'm just trolling through his bench to see if he messed up and didn't start somebody he should should have. No, no. His team was just awful. Now, do you think that is just a week two aberration, or is his team awful? Uh, I think that Dak Prescott going against the Chargers defense is criminally underrated. 
I think Tyreek Hill, Baltimore decided this week that Tyreek Hill was not going to beat them. They don't care about anybody else. Aside from that... That was actually kind of impressive, not going to lie. I mean, aside from that, he got 13 from Jamar Chase, but listening to that game, he shouldn't have. I think Jamar Chase had like three points before he got that touchdown that he should have had no point gotten. Uh, you look at Darren Waller only getting 11 points, and most of that was in garbage time. Like His team just had a bad week all the way around. It's hard to argue that. I, I can't really. Um, I, I, I want to highlight that his kicker got zero points. Like, didn't even try because of how badly the, the Dolphins got blown out by the Bills. But, like, I it's just, I don't think I've ever seen... Like, so that, the, not even, not like a missed field goal, like, just didn't bother to try. So that kind of brings up, because there was other things that happened for him, like uh, Tua getting hurt and fracturing ribs that made it so their offense was just horrible. I mean, like, so many, like, and look at Gaskin. Gaskin got eight and a half points, but that's because they had no one else to do anything. Like, he just got the rough end of the stick this week. He'll bounce back. I mean, he might bounce back. We'll see. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. But uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting week three. We'll we'll leave it at that for now. On the other side of the ball in that matchup is uh, Clyde, who we happen to have live and in person. How 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 do you feel about your week? Every week, every single week, I feel sick to my stomach when I win because I got fifty two points from the Chiefs. And 25 points from the Broncos. I cannot wait for the time when you are watching the Chiefs game, just begging and pleading and rooting for Patrick Mahomes to throw a 50-yard touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. And I'm willing, almost willing, to put money on the fact that it's going to happen when they play the Chargers. Which is funny you should bring that up this Sunday. I can't wait. It's going to be great. The whiplash of you having to watch one of your teams be decimated while the other one wins, or both teams being decimated, I don't know. Like, there are so many possibilities that could happen, and I'm excited for all of them. Except uh, my- for, like, I don't, I don't want both of your teams to do well. I feel like that's unfair. Like, you can't have the Chargers win, but also have Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey do amazing things together. Like, it just doesn't feel fair to me, so I need... I need you to pick one right now. If you had to pick your team, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, or the Chargers getting a win and those two not doing so hot, what are you taking? Uh, it's, it's a hard call. Uh, but since this week is um, Joe week, I'd be okay with Joe taking the W if it means the Chargers beat the shit out of the, the uh, Chiefs. Now, the more likely scenario and we've touched on it, is that both the Chargers lose and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes do jack shit. And I'm just thoroughly pissed at everything. Well, I say thoroughly pissed. at that In that scenario, I'm drunk. I'm, I've been drinking since halftime and not the good stuff like bottles of just straight liquor. I'm just trying to drown my sorrows. That's what's probably going to end up happening. You know, you brought up Joe. I'm glad you brought up Joe. So I want to talk about Joe. Uh, Joe posted just a, a, a beautiful, heartfelt, lovely, wonderful Facebook message. And then I pushed his face into the dirt and made him eat it. And I feel ba- I don't feel bad is the thing. I don't feel bad at all. I feel 0% bad. I feel great about it. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say. I'll let you two dissect his team so it's not too mean. Because I have a lot of things to say. I I again think this was a uh, a one week blip. I just don't see Ceh getting two and a half points again. I don't see Kamara scoring seven points every week. And it's not like you didn't have players do well. Cooper Cup got up thirty eight or thirty six. Lamar well, Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah, thirty two. Your team just. Blew the door off the hinges, man. Well, it was it was those few people that he had that I think really hurt him because I mean, 
what was the fight? So we were looking at 229 to 162. 229, yeah, it's a high score for our league, but it's like not unheard of. And I feel like it's more common this year to get the 220s already. But, I mean, that CEH, Alvin Kamara, Antonio Brown, and then his IDPs. Joe, you got to work on your IDPs. Like, that's what killed him. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of five and under points, and that's right. just – that doesn't work in our league. It just doesn't. Here, here's the thing, man. If you got linebackers that are averaging five points a game, you got to get new linebackers. And yeah. I'm sitting here looking at Levante David, and uh, that's not right. Yeah, it is Levante David. That's a blip. He's a much better linebacker than that. Shaq Thompson, eh, I know he had a good week one. Eh. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Joe, Joe and I both had very similar weeks in the IDP department, and I think – on both counts, they are more on the blip front than they're not. Um, it's just kind of a weird week for those players. Now, I I know I saw Joe make some changes from the waiver wire. I made a couple of changes as well. Um, so obviously some things to work on there. Um, yeah, I think Joe's team is really, really good, and he got really, really unlucky with some players, as did I. I just got more lucky with the players I did play. I had, you know, Aaron Jones do his best Derrick Henry impression. Um, so that super helped. I mean, it also doesn't hurt that Green Bay was playing the Lions, who are, well, I mean, they're the Lions. I think that's an accurate description of the Lions. I mean, if you watch the game, it was a little rough going there for a little bit. I, uh, I thought well, the Lions had a shot at that for the entire first half. At the first half, yes. I think the first half was really not great for Green Bay, but after halftime... Right. Well, their Aaron Rodgers then remembered how to play football at that point. I don't even think it was just that. I think it was their uh, the Green Bay defense came back and decided, oh, wait, we're supposed to play football. We're supposed to <laughs> well, stop the other was, team. Right. It was either that or, you know, Jared Goff doing his best Jared Goff impression. Oh, no, that was that was that was way later in the game where he gave up the ball on like three straight possessions. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to highlight real quick from this matchup is uh, my 15-point uh, kicker because uh, it feels good. And what, uh, what I what I hate most about your 15-point kicker is you picked him up off waivers. Like, sure what, did. Day of or something like that. And sure did. He was immediately sent down after the game. He's back up. No, he's signed on. The, he's signed to the oh, roster I, now. I saw him get dr that drop, but like at least put down off the No, he got put roster. down. Yeah. yeah. They put him down, and then they brought him back up. Yeah, because that's that's the whole like COVID thing, right? You can bring them up twice, but the third time you have to sign them. Right. And they don't and they, they just... don't have another kicker right now, so. So just to update the standings here very quickly, Joe was in first place until uh, our matchup this week. He is now in sixth place, um, and I think I was in seventh. I want to say, and now I'm in fourth. Clyde, we talked about you. You are the new first place team. Congratulations. It is, it's been so long since I've been up at the top. I don't know what to do with myself. Probably lose and hang out in second place for a while. It's what you typically do. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Speaking of second place, Tom. Yes, sir. Uh, you are in second, doing uh, no small part to beating Eric this week. Um, and like, how dare you? He got married. Not sorry. <laughs> Supposed to have a good week, and you, you, you ruined the whole thing. Congratulations. That, that was your present. Yeah, congrats to Eric. You lose. <laughs> you get married, you lose in fantasy football. That's how life goes. That seems like a fair trade to me. But you did have the uh, smallest margin of defeat, so I guess there's a, there's like a silver lining, small victory type thing in there, I, I, I guess, for you, Eric. What was it, Clyde? Like 30-something points? It was 31, I believe. That is correct. Well, let's, let's look at let's look at Eric's team. I, I really feel bad because I don't talk too much about his team, but he's he's got a pretty good team. Uh, wow. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to tell you how it happened because I, I'm pretty happy with how it happened. Made a couple of, a couple of key moves, a couple of mistakes. Uh, my decision to sit... Danielle Hunter was obviously a horrendous idea because he 
at 18 points on my bench for a D lineman. Fucking terrible. But, but the things that really helped me this week, Mike Evans, you know, Antonio Brown's downfall was Mike Evans uptick, 24 points. Hollywood Brown, 23 points. Deontay Johnson, another 20 points. Rondell Moore. This one I was really happy with because Mike tried to trade me for him. We couldn't agree. He put 26 points up for me. But my favorite, mostly because I got to watch it happen live, and I have cousins who will vouch for this, was those 23 points from Roquan Smith. When he got that pick six, he, he caught that ball, and I jumped up, and I ran up to my TV, and I was fist-bumping him down the line. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, look, looking at Eric's team, man, you know where he got screwed? Roquan Smith's touchdown was one. Rondell Moore breaking out this week was two. Jarvis Landry getting hurt after only one catch and leaving Gronk on the bench. That's that. That's what killed him. Yeah, but who would would you have started Gronk? Personally, over yeah. Landry all day. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, he had a great week one. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he's, well, I mean, I get... last year he was so like hit or miss. I get the Landry start right. Like OBJ is out. You know, you, it's it's like who did Cleveland play? Houston. Like, I I get it. Can't say I wouldn't have played Jarvis Landry. I don't know. I, I right now with how Brady and Gronk are hitting each other in stride, man, that's a hard guy to bench. All in all, not a bad showing. You know, where where are we at on on Eric? Are we are we panicking if we're Eric? Uh no. no, no. I think he's got a really solid lineup. I like his running back situation going into his bench. Totally. Uh, I think he, he took a player on Deshaun Watson, which I think everybody in the league considered for a minute. Uh, I know I did. I, I just, mean, hey, the way quarterbacks got injured this week, it's coming. He's, he's playing for somebody at some point. Uh, I'll Carson believe Wentz it when hits I two it. bum ankles. Um, it, it's right there. Quick standings check. Eric is in seventh, uh, and he's one and one, so glossing over. He did win last week. That brings us to... Dan and Eddie because poor Dan you know this this one for me is just a a whole big bag of yikes we've been doing the you know team checkup are we panicking are we okay is it a blip I'm concerned about Dan's team I'm not I think uh I think he's got some guys with the, that have been having a rough start, at least when it comes to his offensive players. His IDP, oof, he's been hanging out with Joe. Um, <laughs> it was a rough IDP week. Yeah, he's got, he's got three players he needs to to do something about. He's got three, and they're not hard to pick in this group. Uh, All I'm saying is when. Your entire draft is fueled by spite, and your team runs on spite as well. Like, this is bound to happen. When you draft players just to piss people off, you're going to have some holes. This goes along with drafting players based off of how cute their butts are. That's that's true. True, yeah. That's true. So I guess the question is, best butt on Dan's team? What do we... What do we I think Austin Eckler probably has the cutest butt mm, on Dan's team. You're... Probably. Let me give it one last quick look. Uh, I mean, you know, I gotta, I gotta go for my bur- my boy Herbert. You're in the right state. You're just the uh, wrong position. You know, I, uh, I think, I think, I think you're both wrong. I think it might be Robert Woods. No, it's not Robert Woods. I mean, no. I, 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 I'm gonna give a half vote to Scary Terry, just because. <laughs> because you're scared of him. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Did you see the damage he did against the Giants this week? Because holy Jesus. Well, that has been this week's Fantasy Men segment, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Now back to Dan's team. Um, You know, Dan just had his bench blow up. That's got to be cool to see, I guess, sort of, kind of. Well, I say bench. I mean Tony Pollard. 
So that has to hurt. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. He'll make some tweaks. He'll come back. He'll lose again. And then he'll cry because fuck you, Dan. So so the point, uh, uh, with this being a, you know, full, fueled by Spike team, this has the, the makings of an upset team in games that he has no business winning. Like, he'll go up against you, Mike, and you'll be a 30-point, like, favorite. And he'll win by, like, 60 points for no reason oh, yeah. whatsoever. Absolutely. I'll, like, none of my players will get double-digit points. All yeah. of his will be somewhere in the 30s. <laughs> like, it'll be the first time anyone has ever scored 400 points in our league. Oh, absolutely. And he'll I will ride somehow that. score fewer points than Carlos. Like, it's just going to be... Which, by the way, I think... Is that the record? Did Carlos set the record for fewest points scored not with an asterisk on your uh, team? I'm going to have to... Probably. I'm going to have to look that one up. We're going to have to get back to that. We'll, we'll we'll bring that back around next week. I think it's pretty close to the lowest score ever. It might not be the lowest score, but it's at least in the ballpark. Point is, at Ouch. least Dan didn't get the lowest score of the week. Yeah, I guess. Well, what would you what would you rather have? Would you rather have the lowest score of the week or be in last place? Because that's I mean, essentially I, what we're debating right here, isn't that, it? That is that is true. That is true. Because Carlos is in ninth, and Dan is still in tenth. I don't know. I think I would rather have the lowest score. But I mean, they're both zero and two. So Carlos yeah. got the lowest I, score and the loss, but he's in ninth. I think I'd rather take the lowest score than last place. Yeah, I mean, at least the lowest score is kind of something to brag about at some point when you fix your team and make the playoffs. And we're not going to make you do anything silly for having the lowest score on the season. Well, that's assuming you actually do it, Caesar. I want my taco. This is the tardiest taco I believe I've ever seen. I have not heard of a tardier taco. You know, I've come up with an idea. And... So we'll, we'll interrupt the matchup review for a brief commissioner's corner. Here's what I'm thinking. We set this at the end of July, maybe beginning of August, somewhere in there, and then gave him a month to do it. And he didn't do it. Busy, understandable. Now we're, we're pushing October. That's like a, a month plus past due. So as part of his punishment, I said that he had to have some kimchi with the first bite of the taco when he, you know, obviously you're eating the taco. Um, thinking for every week past due, we add a bite of kimchi. I don't hate it. I'm just getting to the point where I'm not convinced he's ever going to do it, which is really disappointing given how adamant he was that he was going to do it to set a good example for who we all thought would be in the last place situation this year. So are you calling, are you officially calling shenanigans on Caesar? I mean, I think I'm so far past calling shenanigans that it's just a extreme disappointment. And I just, I've given up hope on him. Wow. It's just, that's depressing. Clyde, where are you at? I, I, I'm beginning to doubt. I am beginning to doubt that he's actually going to get this done. You know, I remember the feeling when we all decided on the on the taco and the excitement of having to watch someone who we all care about do this to himself and and you know possibly his yard when he burns down his yard. Hopefully, he doesn't have a swing set or anything. I don't know. Keep the cats away. But like, I was so excited, and I, I do agree. I think the the excitement's dwindled a bit. I mean, I love Cesar, but uh, my faith in humanity does not extend past three weeks. It really didn't expand past, you know, the draft, but that's all another story. Fair enough. Anyway, I guess we have to talk about Eddie now. Eddie won! Second highest score in the league. I mean, let's let's be very clear. His His team is scary. Uh, had it not been for the fact that A.J. Brown didn't have to really do anything and Amari Cooper did jack shit, uh, his team is scary. 
Yeah, I mean, even even without Derrick Henry, he still beats down, which is also terrifying. And if and this this is with like yeah, to your point, like AJ Brown and Amari Cooper didn't do shit, and we both know that that they're gonna do some shit. Now he does have he does have one problem. One of the players that blew up this week is not gonna blow up again for a while. Well, you because... don't think Brandon Cooks is gonna do some things? No, because I don't think David Mills is going to be able to live through the first quarter. You know, you know what? I'm sitting here looking at Eddie's team. You know the funny thing about this? He has two guys to throw in to replace uh, anyone. He has an ex- he has Mike Davis and Marvin Jones sitting on his bench doing nothing. As I said in whatever episode we reviewed the draft in, I really hate that I like his team. He draft well. If if he if he didn't draft J.K. Dobbins, he would have probably taken Chris Carson because that was the next running back off the board. Yeah, you're not in first place without Chris Carson right now. Oh, frack no. Are you kidding me? I, I am trying to trade with Joe, like, daily. I'm sending him a new trade request. Like, until I get something. You know, I messaged Joe, like, towards the beginning of the season and... He went camping and never heard from him again, so I just stopped trying. He was too busy thinking of me. He told me that. Are you a... are you saying that you're Joe's fantasy man? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. See, this is what you have to understand about this camping trip that Joe went on. Not so much a camping trip as it was a three-day concert that he camps out for that he does every year for Dave Matthews. So while... He may not have gotten back to you, Mike. He very well may have just forgotten who you were for three days. Because while I don't know for sure that things get crazy at Dave Matthews concerts, because I've never been to one, any sort of three-day festival, I feel like, warrants the potential for some memory loss. Are, Are you saying that your chosen rival has bad taste in music? Well, yeah, but that just goes without saying by saying he went to a Dave Matthews concert. Oof. I can already hear the typing from Joe in his response to this, and I cannot wait. I don't know that there are good Dave Matthews gifts, but I can guarantee we're going to find out. If there are, Joe has them. Joe has probably been to more Dave Matthews concerts than the three of us have concerts of any kind combined. I give it like 20 minutes after this is posted before we start seeing nothing but Dave Matthews band gifts. It'll be like 20 of them in a row. It's going to be great. So On to the that. last matchup. <laughs> who's who's uh, left? Who we we got? got one. We got to talk about Matt versus Caesar. Oh, is Matt still in the league? Thought he yes. got beat out last week. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that was a fun matchup. Now, you, nothing more to say about about Matt. Oh, oh, who me? Because he's my rival. I mean, I clearly well, he don't was. I clearly don't think he's worthy of the title at this moment. That's I mean, right. He Matt. is zero and two. I am calling you out. You're zero and two, and your team is bad. So if it's you're mad, not, are you you're not panicking? Oh, I if I'm mad, I am panicking hard because uh my quarterback is not working out. My RB1 or my RB2 is not great. Uh I'm just now figuring out that Claypool is a hit or miss wide receiver. Uh my tight end through 2 weeks has gotten me what, 15 points? Yeah, six, 16 points. And he drafted him in the third, second round? For those of you who don't have it in front of you, it's George Kittle and, uh, yeah, third, fourth, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, my defensive players have actually been playing fairly well, so at least there's that. Uh, although, you know, I had to get less than three points, so. I mean, you talk about, like, bad IDP weeks. Like, Matt could have had... Uh, an all-time IDP week. I mean, like, most of his players got over their projection, and then you throw in Honey Badger instead of, like, I mean, damn, all of his 
defensive backs did really well, but say you take out Von <clears> Bell <throat> and throw Honey Badger in there, and uh, I mean, you don't win, or, or but you get a lot closer. I mean, find a way to rework it, because he had a linebacker that didn't even that must not have played this week. Didn't get uh, a single touchdown. I think he was hurt. Just sounds yeah. like that's, that right there is just kind of poor management. If if I'm if I'm at right now, I'm doing everything I can to get a quarterback that doesn't suck. Holy yeah, ball. which is too bad because the number four quarterback in I don't know if it's fantasy or NFL right now was on the waiver wires until this morning. It was Daniel Jones, which is really crazy to say, and he's playing Atlanta this week. I might start him over Dan- Josh Allen. Daniel Jones makes sense as a fantasy quarterback because they refuse, and I mean absolutely refuse, to run the ball with Saquon Barkley. And right. uh, Daniel Jones doesn't know what the word check down means. He thinks, I should run it. Oh, my first target isn't available? I'm running it. That's Daniel Jones in a nutshell. It's doing well for him in a fantasy world, so... How's it doing for the Giants? You know, to Matt's credit, I, I, I heard the accusation in there that Matt is a poor manager. I believe that was levied by Tom. And to his credit, not Tom's, Matt's, uh, he did fix that today by picking up Kirk Cousins. I don't know that the word fix is the word I'd use. Agreed. But Addressed? it's definitely it considered. It, thought about. It is an improvement over the current situation. How about that? Barely. I don't know, man. I don't have much faith in uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. Oh, I don't. I absolutely do not either. I he. If you remember back to one of our first episodes, he's my bust of the year. But also Matt Ryan, also garbage. I I honestly can't wait to the towards the end of the season where right before the playoffs, we re-listen to our busts and breakout players of the year, and then realize how horrible. Of, you know, uh, uh, managers we would be in the NFL. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I said bust of the year Julio Jones. And I, A.J. Brown, I'm close. I, like, was one off so far. Because A.J. Brown hey, looks like trash. That that brings yeah. up two things. Speaking of A.J. Or not A.J. Uh, but Julio Jones. There's two bets we got to talk about. One, I officially beat Matt. Not Matt. Dan, so, I, I mean, officially also, beat Dan. You did also officially beat Matt. Let's not I did, I, <laughs> let's not gloss over that fact. Matt lost to you handily. Uh, I won my bet with Dan this week officially, even though we all knew it was going to happen because you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick tried to you know blow out his hip uh, two weeks ago. But Julio Jones got his second start of the season, so that's two. All I got to get is eight more. I still feel good. I feel good about it. I I think you should feel good about it, Matt. All it takes is one real good hit. Your name is Mike. You're Mike. Mike. Sorry. Yeah. We're talking about Matt. I'm drinking whiskey. I get it. It I do do a really good Matt impression. Hey, guys, look, it's me, Matt. Hey, Matt's here. (laughs) Like, you know, it's it's pretty uncanny. but, But, hey, he is not in last place. Dan is in last place. I feel like we might have all forgotten that, and I just want to remind everyone that Dan is in last place. Matt did lose. You know, I think, Mike, you might, just for the sake of uh, helping everyone commit it to memory, I think you should run it down 1 through 10 one more time for us. Sure, why not? Let's do that. So, number one is uh, currently Clyde. That will likely change because we all know Clyde finishes the season in second place then it's Tom uh, at the two spot number three overall is Caesar then it's me at four then uh, Eddie with the best team name in the league at five Uh, six is Joe seven is Eric eight is Matt nine Carlos and once again in case you forgot Last place is Dan. Speaking of last place, Caesar won this week. Somehow. Probably because his team is good. Still trying to think about who's on his team. Well, you know, he drafted Tom Brady in the 17th round, so there's that. That's fair. Let us look at week two 
Tardy Tacos. Mr. Taco himself. Uh, you know what? You know what? I only see one weak spot on his team right now. I mean, he's putting a lot of faith in a rookie in Najee Harris. I don't hate Cesar's team at all. And I thought I would. I mean, I think that's an understatement, man. I kind of love his team. Well, plus Odell's coming back, and with Landry Hurt, that could be good for him. I mean, it's, yeah, he, man, I don't know. He's going to be, I'm telling you, performance, and this is a team brought to you by Adderall. Like, that. this is, if you you think you may have ADHD, Caesar's team is evidence that getting it properly cared for will change your life. Adderall, not a sponsor, yet. He's out there, he's making wine, he's being undefeated. Like, these are things that Caesar's never done before. The man is an absolute monster so far this year, and I'm digging it. Hey, worst of first. I'm here for it. Well, preferably second, but, you know, worst of second. That doesn't sound as good. I'm here for worst of first, as long as Clyde is in second, because he needs the teardrop to function properly. I haven't had the teardrop in so many years, I'm happy without it. And you've arguably not been functioning properly. This is what I'm saying. You got used to it, and now you can't do your life without it. I think I think everybody else should have a turn with it. I mean, Mike, you've had it for a year. How did it feel when I you I never had it? had it. I never had it. I came in third that year. Oh, that's right. Damn. Tom's that had be, it. That Tom, would be Tom. Tom had it. How did it feel when you had the teardrop, sir? Like I didn't win first. Exactly. Exactly. What Tom meant to say was it was sad. It was sad and it was salty. That's why it's the teardrop position. Exactly. Speaking of future teardrops, Clyde, who are you playing this week? Oh, Jesus. I am playing, I believe, Joe. So, yeah, it is Tom's Fantasy Men, me, versus Bishop Sycamore. Great team name. Uh, and Joe. Dan gets to take his shot at winning a game against Eric. Tom and Eddie in my favorite matchup of the week by far. This, this, so many, so many levels to this matchup I'm excited about. Uh, Matt and Mike look to, uh, to improve. And we, end well, up I look with... to get better. Matt looks to maybe win one. <laughs> and finally, we end with everybody's favorite matchup. Everybody's favorite part of the Rumble. It is the Medina Bowl in uh the league it's week three. week three medina bowl ow i am excited it's it's gonna be a knockdown drag him out cesar's gonna beat the shit out of carlos i'm calling i was gonna say i'm i'm not as excited just because it's gonna be such a lopsided match i'm excited to see how carlos takes losing to his brother and going zero and three guys the projection is like 11 points difference nine but Still, I'm excited. Right, I'm excited to see Cesar improve to three and O over his O and three brother. Can you imagine the shit talking that Cesar would do? I mean, he'll probably just be drunk on wine, too busy winning and making wine to shit talk, which probably would infuriate Carlos more. So, really, I feel like that's the best bet for him. Just the lack of shit talk is the most shit talk right. he should do. Right, just the, like, I can't even be bothered to bother with you right now. Just, he puts in a call, oh, did we play this week? Huh, how did I do? I won? That's great. That's great. Hangs up. Done. That's all he needs to do. You know, I think we, we briefly, we, we glossed, we mentioned it, we glossed over it. Dan projected to get his first win this coming week. Granted, uh, it's by like six points, but like it's it's a it's a projected win for him. 
you know, I was ready to say that that was not going to happen, but then I realized he's playing Eric, and, well, Eric's team underperformed pretty hard last week, so... Oh, hold on, hold on. You can't take that projection right, because it still has Jarvis Landry at zero points. Hmm. So... All right. So Dan's still projected to lose when Eric eventually fixes that there. Sorry, Dan. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Dan is prepared for being in last place after three weeks. It's never. I think the lowest he's been ranked at that point is like seven. So you, uh, know, what, you know what he does after that? His team is fueled by spite, right? Which means he drafted to fuck over individual people in the league. Sure. So to double down on that and to improve his enjoyment of this, he trades the people that we covet. To people we hate. So he takes Austin Eckler and trades him to Matt for no fucking reason. I don't like that you are giving him this idea because he is absolutely going to do that. Also, as as an aside, Austin Eckler would look great on Matt's team. I know! I'm so upset about it. I'm cutting this part out. I'm not I'm not allowing this. <laughs> Absolutely not. But it would um, be the best fuck you to do from last place. By far. I mean it's not it's not bad. Certainly not bad. I like that you think that he would target you and not me. We all oh, no. know. No no no, he's targeting you as well. I just knew where he would target me right off the bat. I can't quite figure out how he's gonna get at me, but I know it's gonna piss me off whenever he does it. He would trade. You know what he would do? You know what he'd do? He'd trade for Rondell Moore. He probably would. I don't know if it would piss me off that bad. No, it would. It would do it. Actually, no, it wouldn't. Because what he's going to have to pay Tom for Rondell Moore is probably more expensive than I'm willing to pay. Still, after that blow up last week. Probably. Tom, what would you take for Rondell Moore at this point? At this point right now? Hmm... Uh... I mean, you got to remember, he's still wide receiver 2.5 on that team. I mean, barely. AJ Green's barely worth factoring in. How dare you ignore Christian Kirk? Thank you. Thank you, Mike. You know, I don't know who I would take. Are you looking at his team? I'm looking at my team just to try and find where I need help. And it'd probably have to be in the running back area. All right, let's. Oh, no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Dan for a minute. Uh, let's see. Would Austin you take? Eckler. Oh, oh my God! In one trade, he could piss us both off. Listen, would I take if, Austin Eckler if, for Randall Moore? If Absolutely. Dan offers you Austin Eckler for Rondale Moore, yeah, you take that. I was gonna say, would you take Tony Pollard for Rondale Moore? Mm. Right now, probably not. Not to say that it wouldn't be a fair trade, but Pollard is worth having, even if Zeke is playing, but he becomes infinitely more valuable if Zeke does not play. And I feel like Rondale Moore has the potential to become infinitely more valuable without anyone on his team getting hurt. Would you take Elijah Mitchell for Rondale Moore? Where he at? Let me see. No, I do. I don't trust any any running backs out of night out of San Francisco right now. How many did they lose on Sunday? Three. All of them. They lost all of them. Exactly. I. Uh, I mean, yeah, Eliza Mitchell. He should be good, and when he is back and healthy, I mean, in theory, he could lead that backfield. But I don't know, man. That place is such a mess. They got a rookie first rounder who you would think at some point he's going to blow up and take over the starting job, but who the fuck knows when that's going to happen. So then the last question is, would you take James Robinson for Rondale Moore? Um, No, not, not again with the way I love Robinson. I actually wanted to draft him kind of glad I didn't because he's kind of playing like shit. I think that team, I think you meant to say that the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing like shit. Uh, yeah, I was about to follow that up with the whole team just doesn't look good, and I just don't have any any confidence in them. 
I think his best bet if he were going to try and come after Rondale Moore uh, would try to would be to try to convince me to take Tyson Williams. Honestly, unless he, want, unless he wants to offer me Austin Eckler, but this is why I'm not trading for Rondale Moore anymore. That's fine. I just can't do it. It's too expensive. Can't do it. I also don't have the running back capital for that. Yeah, but uh, this should be an interesting matchup. I think this might be uh, Dan versus Eric, the closest matchup of the week, perhaps. Actually, now now hold on a minute, Tom versus Eddie. Intriguing and close. Nine points, yeah. That's not the closest. It's not the closest, but... In fact, Mike, you, I believe, are in the uh, projected closest matchup. It is a five-point difference at this time, which is different from what it was earlier today. What did I do? It doesn't matter. I'm going to crush him. Actually, no. This is the week where Kirk Cousins gets like 57 points for no reason. And Saquon Barkley probably shows up and does Saquon things for the only time this season. Zero faith in Saquon Barkley. There's a reason I didn't draft him. I think I told everybody that would listen I was avoiding him like he had the fucking plague. Mostly because he might have the fucking plague. Anybody got any bets they want to make? I don't think you have a bet with Matt. Oh, I don't need to bet with Matt. I've already beat his ass once. He's got a valid point there. <laughs> you know, speaking of rivalries or former rivalries, I guess we should do a rivalry check. Uh, I've talked about Dan enough. Tom, how, uh, how are uh, you and Joe doing? I can't do it right now, man. He got beat pretty bad. Like, his team kind of imploded, and I just, uh, I'm not, I, I love the guy, and I don't think I can add fuel to that fire. His his wife might get angry and come after me. Shots not fired, mm. which is almost worse than shots fired, mm. I think, somehow. Joe, somehow, Tom just came out and said he pitied your team. I've, I've never seen somebody try to talk down how much he disliked the team because they're just pitiful. But I think he did a pretty good job of it. It is the most Midwestern smack talk that I've ever seen. I learned that Minnesota nice real well while I was living there. Uh, so Tom's new team name is going to be Minnesota nice. Just in case everybody's <laughs> wondering. Uh I mean, I have expected him to say, bless his heart, after he said it. That's South Carolinian no. hospitality, not Minnesota nice. You're thinking of Don't You Know. Don't You Know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to save my bet for Matt for our second matchup. And I will throw down the bet now. Whoever wins our matchup in week, it's got to be 10. Uh, gets a six-pack from the loser. Okay. Matt, if I'm you, I'm absolutely taking that bet. Have you seen his team? I, I discussed have, it. But, I, but I also know the history of your team. I like it. I'll take it. You are right. Just, it is week 10. And you are projected to crush him. Yeah, but also... He's got Barkley he, on a bye. Shepard on a bye. Shepard on a bye. Man, he's putting a lot of faith in the New York Giants offense, which is not something I would be comfortable doing. Same. So, you know, now is the time that I think we should start talking about transition music because I don't have a transition for this. If we just have transition music, it'll make my life easier. Maybe I'll put something in here. Maybe you've just heard some sort of really cool sound effect like blick a blow that we've developed over time in a lab that I've inserted here to transition in between segments. But until that point, you're going to have to listen to this awkward segue. I'm going to, I'm going to finish this off with a little bit of a commissioner's corner here. Um, but I need, I need some input. You know, how, how would you say you feel about the 
uh, level of communication that has existed thus far this season in our league. Well, I feel like the three of us have communicated real well. I mean, we're doing a podcast every week. I feel like we have shown up and, 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 and shown out and done our part. But aside from the occasional post and the occasional gift, I mean, Matt Matt was doing real good there before week one, and then his team shat the bed, and I feel like he's hiding under, under it now. Matt was so, also drunk when all that was taking place, so really, I'm Matt not, just has I'm, to be drunk. Sure. Either way, I would say it's been less than – I'd say it's been subpar. I would love to see and hear some more shit talk out of people, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've been pushing for that for years, and it just just – I don't know. Maybe all the people who would be shit talking suck so much right now they're afraid to. And that's why we just have radio silence. It's 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 not something I had considered, but if you look at the bottom of the league, uh, you're not wrong. It could be a radio silence because we're bad situation. Clyde, what do you think? I, I agree. I want more. So, Carlos and crew, when you get your podcast up and going, let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely listen to that. Uh, but it will definitely be a backseat to ours because ours is better. We're we're assuming that that podcast would be called the Bottom Boys, right? Oh, absolutely, and it would clearly be just Carlos and Dan shit talking us for no, like an hour and a half of just roasting everyone else, and then they'll just switch out. Whoever's in the bottom two, they'll take over the podcast next week. It'll be great. Aside from that, I I, I like where we started, but as you pointed out, Matt was drunk for most of that. So Matt, drink more. Megan, I'm sorry, but I need it. Uh, yeah, we've said it for years now. The more that we talk, the more that we should talk, the more that we like poke fun at each other throughout the league, the more fun we have with it. So yeah, I would I would advocate for more, as always. I agree, and uh, that's what I was going to say as part of my Commissioner's Corner, so I'm just glad we're all on the same page. Y'all, the Facebook group is there for posting as joe has demonstrated i i hate to always use joe as uh the example but i mean make him not the example guys come on we also have the uh the sleeper chat that is there we all get the notifications because we all did the troubleshooting and it, it works if it stops working let me know we'll troubleshoot it again but that's what it's there for trash talk your opponents trash talk the rest of us we all want it Let's do it. This has been uh, Commissioner's Communication Corner this week. And uh, I think uh, that about does it. I love that alliteration, Mike. But as for right now, I'm out of whiskey, so we got to go. Bye.